with sound. Alright. What's up everyone? Welcome back to Watch With Sound. My name is Josh Andicho, and with me is Carmela Ocampo. And on today's episode, we're gonna be doing the movie Inside Man, directed by Spike Lee, starring Denzel Washington, Clive Owen, Jodie Foster, Christopher Plummer, Shia Littell Ford, and William Dafoe. Now I know what you are all thinking. This movie is directed by Spike Lee. I am as surprised as you are. Carmela, did you know this was directed by Spike Lee? I did not. Um, I saw this movie like when it came out in 2006, so I was like 10? No. Yes, 10. I had no idea what directors were or who they were. So finding out this was directed by Spike Lee is like mind blowing. You didn't know like before. I mean, I guess you wouldn't know because I don't think you'd care when you're a 10. No. I don't know when you watched it. I didn't care shit. Um, I don't know. Like the way it was filmed and directed, it felt like like your your average typical like action director yeah. film. But also, this had like a lot more style and substance to it as regards to the other typical sort of action movies. Like I know a lot of people compare this movie to like a Ron Howard film or like a Mission Impossible film. Uh-huh. Um, but I think even like the little dabs of Spike Lee's style is what really like makes this film stand out. Even like including the whole story and and what happens in this movie is very unique to these sort of heist and bad guy movies. Um, but since it's your second time watching, what do you think of Inside Man? I thought it was pretty cool. And, like, obviously I'm older now. I definitely appreciated, like, the social commentary more than, like, the highest, just because I knew already what was going to happen um, with that. And it's crazy because I didn't even realize the commentary takes place only, like, in the last, like, third of the film. And, like, the majority of the movie is dedicated to, like, the actual highs. Um, and it's crazy to see that, like, it it is the highest grossing Spike Lee film. And I feel like it's because it was, like, more op- it's It was open to more audiences and it was, like, more entertaining and, like, adhered to a more general, like, spectrum as opposed to, like, his other films that, like take place in like or have more of a social commentary like throughout um this was definitely like more accessible to like people who just wanted to watch like an entertaining like action thriller or something yeah and like even with the commentary if there was before the movie it's it was very subtle you know you had like subtle racism with how the police officer talked to people and like addressed people you had um the person of a Sikh religion getting angry that they took his turban off and that like they won't give it back to him and sort of also treating him like crap which uh no surprise um and just sort of those sort of con- like hints of like how they sort of treat race but I, obviously it's not a main point of the film it's just especially with the time it's something that like like magnified when i watched it yeah. and like it sort of like zoomed in for me <laughs> and sort of like made me more aware of like oh that's kind of bad as regards to race yeah. and stuff like that um and at the same time, too, watching this film, um, you can't help but, like, feel, like, sort of the propaganda and, like, yeah. cops, like, glorified. Like, I'm sure, I'm sure it's just, like, the the time we're in that we felt this way. But at the same time, I'm like, uh, I don't still don't trust you. I still don't trust cops. <laughs> um, and it's just funny 
like just seeing it in the lens of now and how I reacted to like certain little things that should have been. Mm-hmm. Um, how about you? Did you feel anything that like sort of intensified like your feelings of now and like what's going on? No, totally. Like the c- whole copaganda thing is like probably the first thing that like jumped out at me. And like, yeah. <laughs> it is crazy because before this movie, I just saw Do the Right Thing, um, which is like the opposite of copaganda. And to think that Spike Lee like made this movie depicting the cops in this way you know is like kind of weird but then i also remember that this wasn't written by him so that makes a lot of sense um but yeah it's just like like the fact that you know you're placing like the cops in this scenario in like you know the side of like justice and like you know they're doing a good thing and like you know cops are asking acting like cool and like tough and it's like you know cool detective boiler play like talk and it's like fast and snappy and it's like oh you can just treat like and they can you know like treat anyone this way just like you know that's the the guy of the Sikh religion like they were just like you know (laughs) 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 i think the only thing that sort of like gay like let me be okay with the fact that like i'm watching cops as main characters is the fact that like the two main characters are, are black, black yeah. and like they it's denzel washington i'm never gonna pass up denzel washington um but yeah uh, going off what you said earlier about how like this is the highest grossing film and it's something of less you know social commentary and something that like would make people uncomfortable for thinking of you know race racism and stuff like that um this is like a, such an easier to digest film. Um, it's easier for people just to watch it other than to actually critical think about like racism in the country and the injustice and everything. So like, I like that's a good point. Cause I didn't realize that like, Oh, maybe it's easier just cause like it's so widely easy to digest and like watch. Um, I think fun thing though, the second most highest grossing Spike Lee film was Malcolm X. So kind of a cool little, uh, that you know counteractive cool. of, of you know what was going on mm-hmm. um but would you like to give a little synopsis slash plot summary of the movie sure um so basically this movie is about a really elaborate bank heist um slash hostage situation um and it centers on Denzel Washington as the hostage negotiator and Clive Owen who is the heist mastermind um and it's basically like you know they go back and forth like talking to each other trying to like outwit each other i guess um and then right when you think the movie is ending there's like another element in this movie that is like unfolds and you're like whoa it's not over yet there's something else going on here and then the true villain of this story is revealed (laughs) um so yeah um as someone who watches for the first time do you think that clive owens plan was predictable um no i was very Uh. much on my seat as regards to like what was happening with this bank heist because like like holistically thinking like you're in this bank you're surrounded like how else could you possibly you know get out of the situation um one possibility i thought was that like actually denzel washington was part of it (gasps) Um, and it made a lot of sense because like the cops are asking questions about like the $140,000 that disappeared. Yeah. So like maybe he was already a crooked cop before. 
um, also plays sort of into Jodie Foster's character, Madeline White, and sort of why she was involved and sort of why Denzel Washington was so invested with this person that he's able to like let them into what was going on within the bank. Um, so like, was first watching it, I did not know what was gonna happen. I did not know how it was gonna end. Like, I already knew like it was super, super like genius because they had everyone <laughs> dressed up as the same yeah. people and like the way they sort of like operated as like sometimes the robbers would be mixed up with like the hostages mm-hmm. sometimes the hostages mixed up with the robbers so people would be like i saw her go in but then she went in and like it's kind of like this weird confusing cycle of what's happening um and then at this point like you kind of want to see the villain to win you kind of want to see yeah. uh, clive owens character win because like you want to see like how smart he is and how he's gonna pull this heist off um did you feel the same way um yeah totally and like it's interesting to realize that you are like basically like rooting for like the quote-unquote bad guy um but it's because like it's just so genius and i feel like we all have an underlying like hatred towards like banks or like you know like the rich people the one percent capitalism aka capitalism and so like you know we're like yeah like it's totally it's totally fine that they're stealing from this person and also like they're not killing anyone you're like justifying all these things right um yeah kind of making excuses to like help you root for this person yeah (laughs) and like you're i guess you're at a crossroads with like um denzel washington's character because he's trying to do the right thing and you like him too do the right thing (laughs) (laughs) um and then but in the end he actually does do the right thing and you're glad that he is like made to realize like you know who the real robber in this movie is you know you know what i'm saying (laughs) yeah um Actually, going off of that whole do the right thing thing we did, um, <laughs> did you notice what the boxes said? The pizza boxes said? Oh, was it Sal's Pizzeria, right? Yeah, yeah. they used Sal's <laughs> Pizza boxes. Really funny. Yeah, so at the end, like, the real villain who is the older guy, mm-hmm. um, Arthur Case, you sort of figure out that he's, like, the true villain. I kind of like how the pressure was sort of redirected to him because you sort of have like this like badass Denzel Washington moment of him like going to different places and like asking them the real questions like, Oh, why did you start this bank? Blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. And I'm going to get it behind. Like, I'm going to figure out why that is. And he goes to like the governor or the mayor or whatever. And like gives him the card to like war crimes and like has this like moment of like, I'm going to find out what's going to happen and you're going to like you <laughs> know, be happy with me. So like that. Um, and it was cool to see Denzel, one play really safely and not have any repercussions afterwards like afterwards mm-hmm. he became first detective you know the money came back like not under his name or whatever um and then he has this new like plot to set his like um eyes on to sort of figure out what's up with this bank and like why it was the center of this heist and why um it's it's so dated back to how far it goes um, and it was cool to see that and sort of like how that unraveled for him. Um, I don't think there's ever, good, there is a sequel actually, but it's like a one-off sequel, oh, yeah. which I saw on Netflix. Um, but I'm not sure if they're going to do a sequel of this one. It'd be cool to see sort of like how that boils down. Um, but yeah. Do you, or actually, why do you think the old guy never destroyed the evidence that he had 
um, connections with the Nazis? I really don't know. I don't know if it's like this thing of like a badge of sort of like where he's been from and like remembering his roots, which is like really stupid. I just don't know if like he's that sort of person or if it's it's something that's valuable to him that he wanted to keep to himself, like the ring or the diamonds that were in it. Um, I honestly don't know. I don't know why he would do this. Why do you think he would do this? I don't know. Like I was thinking, I was trying to think of the answer to this question too. And I was trying to be like, Hey, if I was someone who like did this terrible thing and like he, and I think it mentions in the movie, he basically like spent the rest of his life trying to like do good and like pay back or whatever, like charities and like all this stuff. Um, I feel like it was just, he just kept it as a reminder of like this guilt. So he'd never forget so that he would like i don't know that's what i i think he did he probably hated himself for for his entire life so i think that's why he like kept it and like just kept it a secret and put it away and like just buried it oh but he's still sort of living this lie i feel like if he felt bad and it feels eating him that much i feel like one he would probably get rid of it two he'd almost turn himself in essentially um if it's like this guilt, I feel like he's just like an evil person in general. I don't think there's any sort of redeeming qualities for him just because like one, he's keeping these like artifacts that were from like the time of um, the Nazis and stuff like that. Yeah. And him keeping it as sort of this like keepsake is sort of like evil in a way and sort of weird that he do this. Like even you asking me this question, it's like, why <laughs> did he like, why is he this weird person? He's so, <laughs> the psychopath. Um, maybe it was for practical reasons. Like, maybe the document was proof of his purchase of that bank or something like sort of like a deed sort of you know like that's what i was also thinking i was like maybe he couldn't get rid of it he had to keep it because it was like yeah proof of his purchase and it's not like he could hide that or something on proof of sale some shit like that Uh, but i feel like that's so easy as regards like how they want to expose him in the plot like won't they just ask him for the deed (laughs) all of a sudden it's like oh you used to work with nazis that's so crazy why do you have this um but that goes on to our next question do you think the robbers are right to steal from arthur case and traumatize everyone (laughs) to take hostage um i'm gonna say yes just because the worst thing they did to the hostages was like beat some guy up which is sad and wrong obviously and the traumatic experience of even like being a host in a hostage situation um is really really traumatizing but on the other end you know you have denzel washington who potentially could upend like this really evil man's like you know wrongdoings and expose him you know so i think in my head it like the good balanced out like the bad stuff that happened yeah like essentially like it was more of a plot i feel like more of a plot to like expose him for what he did um and like also a little bonus that they got <laughs> yeah. um but yeah for the most part they weren't really trying to hurt anyone they weren't really trying to ruin anyone's life it was more of just like what they had to do what they had to do um and i think it was they kind of not i don't say do the right thing but they kind of <laughs> like did this sort of crime in the best way possible yeah um and even like how it's handled too it was handled in such a way that like it was so meticulously thought out that they didn't want anyone essentially to die or anything like that mm-hmm. or if they had to kill someone it had to be fake or if they had to do something like that that extreme they'd have to like abandon the plan and go plan b and do whatever they need to do 
Um, did you did you think that um, the main Clive Owen? Did you think he was caught when he was talking about how, like his prison and what he like confessed to in the beginning of the movie? I thought that was him um, taking like a video inside of his like mate like the little like bunker he made in the bank. Oh, you didn't think he was like. He was actually in jail, or he was confessing oh, to like the detectives. I don't like in know. the beginning of the movie. It opens up with him like confessing to what he did, but then like you find out later. I have that's like, not the case. I have a skewed memory of this movie because like yeah, I saw it before. So when he's talking to the camera, like I already know he got away with it, you know. Um, but I guess from yeah your perspective, it totally makes sense that you thought that he was like confessing his crimes and he's like i'm only saying i'm gonna only say this once blah blah blah, blah. my name is blah 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 blah. it was like a i was watching it and i was like when i was going to the end i was like where's the main guy where'd he go where'd he go and then uh you figure out that he's been hiding in the bank like, <laughs> yeah. what for a week which is crazy um like as regards to like that sort of plot twist and ending were you satisfied with how they did that and how they pulled that off i remember when I watched it when I was little, like, I remember being, like, mind blown. Because I was like, oh, my God. Like, that's so genius. It's so smart. <laughs> like, oh, my God. It's so yeah. genius. So smart. I remember the part where, um, yeah, it was, like, all revealed. And, like, it shows you, like, the room. And, like, you know. Um, and then he, like, pops out the boxes and comes out. It was, like, I just remember being, like, wow. He got away with it. Yeah. Oh my god this is so great like how exciting but yeah i don't know i i did like the ending but also at the same time it's very very out there for that to be the solution um like it would never like you couldn't see like realistically yeah Yeah, i don't think i think it could happen like once in a blue moon for that to be like the case um and i kind of get that like that happened because of um the fact that you know he was they had the blueprints, they had everything got out, and they had um, that all that time to sort of make that room and sort of figure out what to do with him when he does leave. Um, but for the most part, the ending was really cool, but at the same time, like I don't know how realistic that could be and how much that could actually happen. Um, and on to the second question. Would the commentary have been stronger if Dalton Russell was a Jewish man? What do you think, Carmela? Um... I think, I don't know, a part of me thinks it would have been stronger, but then I also think it would have been more of a revenge kind of thing, which I don't think Spike Lee would have wanted this movie to be. Um, It would have, like, totally changed the message in that way. And, like, it's, like, kind of weird because, yeah, Dalton Russell is, like, some random dude who is just exposing this like really evil man so like i guess the only attack being made here is towards capitalism (laughs) and not like really (laughs) nazis you know because like nazis everyone hates nazis that's someone everyone can get behind um which is crazy because the blatant like racism that happens in the movie isn't something everyone can get behind (laughs) i digress (laughs) (laughs) what do you think um I don't, yeah, I think your point is right with it being, it would be redirected into this sort of revenge tale apart from sort of this like s- smart scheme. Um, I kind of like the fact that like Dalton Russell was almost like anonymous in a way that he was so neutral, but also very smart into 
what he was exposing and what he was actually doing with what the bank robbing was doing um and sort of had this expose at the end of like having this this thing over um arthur case like this little deed that he took away and like has that over him and also left the clue for denzel washington for him to expose it and sort of unravel this like this case and this unravel this this war crime that happened with uh arthur case and how this uh bank was built um I think it would be cool. It'd be very poetic in a way for him to be a Jewish man and mm-hmm. sort of have this like this undercoving and underlying revenge and sort of like exposing this this war criminal secretly in his own like own sort of uh, agenda. That would be really cool. But then again, it sort of redirect this film into a, a revenge film. Um, apart from it being the smart heist film, I think it it derivate like it would direct it off to a different path that i think would lessen or maybe even strengthen the 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 film but um i like it now of him being the central character that just wants to expose bad for being bad yeah i agree um and one one character that like kind of confused me and sort of like (laughs) also baffled me was jodie fosh's character of madeline white and the amount of like power she had yeah it was just like really weird to see her like just like slip through the cracks and sort of do what she wants like in a hostage like in a hostage like situation this random white woman would not be able to like walk into the bank talk to the bank robbers come back out and no one question it it'd be like why was she in there did she do anything special did she help us out anyway (laughs) no she just like like in her own agenda her own like direction she did what she wanted to do for no apparent reason it just shows how much well like the power that she held was because of like the connection she had right the connections and like basically like the favors that were owed to her um which in itself is like she's basically you know everything that she is and all the power that and money that she has is like off of like the bad things that these rich people do which is like crazy to think about but not surprising and it being a white woman is also not surprising to me either. <laughs> um, but what do you think of her character compared to like Arthur Case, who you know also technically profited off of like the bad things that the Nazis did? I don't know. It's interesting because it seemed like she kind of had you know discrepancies with this person with Arthur Case, and uh, she kind of left their relationship obviously her not liking him you know um and she makes this joke like oh i'm gonna like make this uh bunker for bin laden or something um but it's kind of interesting because it's just like i don't know if necessarily she's a bad person or if she's just someone that's doing her job you know you have like uh lawyers and stuff that defend you know murderers and stuff like that are they are they bad people are they you know profiting off dirty deeds like is that the same case for these like other public defenders that defend these other people um it's kind of like the same question like is it bad for her to profit off what these people pay her for because she's paid to do it um does that show a sign of like if her if she has a bad character and bad morale for her to be profiting off these bad people but at the same time is it just a good business to be in you know, it's <laughs> kind of like this say, weird uh, like, it's kind of like this weird like um hand in hand of like is it bad or is it just profitable or is it like unmoral like it's sort of like i don't know it's it's an interesting question because like i guess yeah in a way she's a bad person in moral wise because like she's helping these bad people get away 
and she's using like you know like large amounts of money to be paid to her to essentially do these bad things um but obviously she has problems with uh you know like with arthur case and how he sort of handled the deal with like him being this war criminal and i don't know how she deals with other criminals but like it seemed like she had some sort of direction of what's good or bad <laughs> but like knows it more fully if she stops doing that she won't make any more money if that makes sense it's like she drew the line at nazis you know it was like <laughs> it was like okay i'm gonna do all, i can do all this bad stuff yes, but nazis yes. that's Ooh. that's where i draw the line that's a bad one i don't know but you nazi <laughs> no <laughs> i mean technically she profited off of a nazi sympathizer so that's kind of bad right unless very bad <laughs> that's kind of bad right <laughs> Um, yeah, it is interesting. Her character was very interesting, um, because, yeah, she's kind of, like, this really, like, slippery figure that was just, like, whoop, <laughs> like, just waltzed in, waltzed out. Um, I think I, I, like, like the fact that they cast her as this, like, white woman, but I also hate the fact that they cast this white woman because, you know just how the climate is now nowadays <laughs> you know what i mean it's i was saying the exact same thing i was like oh they named her madeline white okay <laughs> what, some commentary what there yeah see. i know yeah. She white <laughs> white <laughs> <laughs> but do you think like how do you feel about her character do you think like is she right for taking this money or do you think like the fact that she's sort of helping these bad guys makes her a bad person i don't think what yeah that i don't think what she's how she's making money is right i don't think that aiding and abetting (laughs) these like awful people and like gaining these favors if any like you know you could just say you know she's just playing the game she's just playing the capitalist game game but it's like you know this game is rigged this game is rigged to only like serve these specific people um is it wrong yes it's wrong (laughs) it's almost like she's playing the devil's advocate but she's still in ownership of the devil (laughs) (laughs) under bad company in a sense like she's doing you know what makes money like i don't know like i keep comparing it to like defenders of lawyers of like you know like people who murder and stuff like that and in that sense but i think that's like different from having to do that job than apart from like picking and choosing what jobs you do yeah i think it's like hard to compare in that sense um like if she was forced to do that then she's a good person obviously because she knows what's right and wrong but like she's picking to do these things like she's choosing to do these yeah she knows she'll make a ton of money from like you know letting these men do these bad things or you know doing the whatever you can probably imagine what kind of favor she does um for these men in power um and as opposed to yeah a public defender has to do that job because that that's how our democracy was like set (laughs) that's how our system was set up so it's fair on both sides um but i see the comparison though so it's all good (laughs) and this has been our episode on the spike lee directed movie inside man um it was a very very smart very very interesting um bank heist film totally different from what you usually expect from these kind of films which is really great to see and especially it directed by spike lee has his own style um but overall good movie um and this has been Watch With Sound. 
You could follow us at Watch It Sound. You could follow me, Josh Andicho, at The Space Wolf. You can follow me at Cat Mello. And you could listen to us on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, and now Anchor. Thank you all for listening, everybody. And keep on watching.